You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM. I'm Marasia. We are speaking with Rhonda May, founder and the producer of the Hot Chocolate Festival that is running until February 14th, just in time to take your upcoming Valentine on a hot chocolate date. Good morning, Rhonda. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, good morning. Can you tell us how the Hot Chocolate Festival started? Oh, well, gosh, we're going on our 13th year now. And um, in the past, I produced a magazine called City Food. And in those years, um, 13 years ago, there wasn't a lot going on in the city. It was very quiet time in January and a kind of a depressing time. And I was working with the community. Um, my business contacts were all the small business food business owners, and they were really finding that a really dull time of year. There, there just wasn't much business. And I was also, it was also just a really dreary time of year for everybody. You know, the weather is bad, and um, Christmas is over, and it's just kind of a blah time. So I was sitting there in a cafe drinking a hot chocolate, and the hot chocolate actually made me feel better. And the two kind of came together in my head. I thought, what can I do to kind of give these small businesses something more for them to build some excitement in their client base and also would just be fun for the public? So I went around and I asked um, My first thing I asked was uh, one cafe I knew if they would like to do a different flavor, you know, every other day. And they kind of went, whoa, that's too much. So then the next idea was, well, let's get a bunch of cafes and, and, you know, chocolate makers and pastry shops and see if they'd all like to do one, just one featured drink. And that's how we started. We had seven for the first year, and they all just did one drink. And I I kind of thought it would just be a small thing that uh, wouldn't really amount to much, but actually it caught on. And now we're up to, you know, 66 vendors and we're producing 143 flavors over 95 locations it's it's really been fun and i think the public enjoys it so as long as the public enjoys it we'll continue to do it and um there you go that's how it happened <laughs> that's amazing and what's new for this year's festival uh well this year we added 22 new vendors and um Several of them are from the areas outside of Vancouver. We really wanted to get out into the the other areas, the other suburban areas around the city, because, you know, Greater Vancouver is quite a large area, and it's not always easy for people to come into the downtown core. So we wanted to just give something for the people living outside the downtown core that they could participate in and they could go to. And so we got that, and we have, oh, $1,500 this year in prize monies in the contest. Uh, We've got, um, oh, we have a truck this year, which is something that's kind of fun, uh, a food truck. And they're going to be going around to different locations dispensing hot chocolate. Uh, One of them will be the uh, Food City event that is part of Dine Out, which is happening, I think, just this weekend. And we have a new charity where we're trying to, it's an in-house charity, where we're trying to help children from disadvantaged families who may be shut out of the festival because of financial concerns in their family. So we'll be able to go through various charitable organizations and churches and 
and and give them a way to come and participate in the event and and not have to pay for their hot chocolate. And um, well, I don't know what else can I think of. Um, that's that's probably as much as we can handle. Every year we try to add something new, and those would be the things that we're we're introducing this year so that it's uh, manageable and and different for everybody. Now, there are 143 comforting sweet drinks to try. Can you tell us which is the most popular or most unique hot chocolate to try? Because I've heard there are some unusual ingredients in certain drinks. Yeah, um, there's always a few people, bless their hearts, who really go for the creativity side of things. And I, the one that kind of jumped out at me this year was that there was actually two vendors who were going to be working with Parmesan cheese, of all things. Um, one is combining that, um, that Parmesan cheese with olives. That would be Motoretta Cafe. And there's um, the Coco Monk Lounge, which is, um, they're, they're going to do, no, not Coco I'm sorry, um, Passioni Gelato. They're going to um, add uh, some smoky tea to the Parmesan cheese. I don't know how they make these things work, but <laughs> they do. Yeah. And they're delicious. I mean, last year someone came up with um, sea urchin, and that really blew my mind. I thought, how is that going to work? But it, people loved it. It was great. So, you know, it makes it all more interesting when they come up with something quite different instead of the usual strawberry or blueberry or chocolate. You know, just things you'd find in the chocolate bar. And we really hope they do that, try for that. <laughs> and the drinks are all accompanied by an edible treat of some kinds. Can you give an example of some of the most creative treats? Yeah, there's two right now. One is going viral, actually. Um, but first I'll tell you about uh, someone that's in Surrey. Um, she has a cafe called Everbean Cafe. And what she did, she's a barista, and she, she always noticed that when she was making coffee, you know, all those pucks of, of leftover espresso grounds that you throw into the garbage, she always thought they looked like chocolate. She, she always was tempted to kind of bite into them because they looked like a little, little bit of chocolate. So this year she made this hot chocolate with a coffee-flavoring base, and then she made these little chocolate cakes that look exactly like uh, espresso grounds, you know, so that... It looks like what you dump out of the, the tamper, and that, that was, took a lot of thought. Now, the other one um, is going viral. It's a little cafe on Robson Street called, uh, yeah, the little cafe on Robson, mm -hmm. and they're producing these supreme uh, croissants that are huge. They're, li they're like the size of your hand. They're big and round, and they're black. They're made, they're colored with squid ink, and they're filled with um, black, sesame cream, and everybody's going crazy for these. I, know, I drove by the other day, and I saw a lineup outside this little shop going down the street. And uh, so, yeah, you know, there's, there's, uh, it's not always just the drink. Sometimes it's the things that they make beside it, to serve with it, that really catches the imagination of everyone. And the names for the drinks are like cocktail names. What names will raise eyebrows this year? Oh, um, now I mentioned accidentally mentioned Coco Monk Lounge and Coco Monk Chocolates. Um, they're both owned by the same owner, 
uh, Paul Dintzer, who always comes up with some really wild names for his, his drinks. Um, one of them is Arsonist Lullaby. Um, I gather that's a hot, that's something with chili pepper or something in it. Um, the other one is Confessions of a God. And I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know sometimes how he connects the title with the drink, but that one stood out for me. Now, for those who are lactose intolerant or have allergies with dairy, are there any milk alternatives offered at the Hot Chocolate Festival? Um, yes, most people do, but you have to ask. Um, there, there's always some some places where they just cannot use oat milk or uh, an alternative nut milk, but most can. So if you ask, you just ask, can this drink be made with, you know, another another form of, uh, except, you know, something else other than dairy, they usually can. It got a little complicated. We were trying to track it on, on our website, but um, especially with things like organic or vegan, it's a little complicated because sometimes there's one ingredient in the drink that isn't organic, therefore you can't legally call it organic, or they may have a definition, different definition of what is vegan, so this year on our website, we have on the list of flavors, these little symbols that'll show you where you can probably get that. But you still need to either go to the cafe or call up the cafe or email them or phone them if you're really worried about, about that dietary concern. Well, you, we've given you their contact numbers. You can call them and say, when you say this drink is vegan, does it include something like eggs? Or does it, you know, you can, you can confirm it first. Because um, we got too specific about it. People were driving maybe long distances to get somewhere and then finding out it wasn't exactly what they wanted. But, but there, there are those alternatives available, yes. And not only can you go and try the variety of hot chocolates, but you can take part in an Instagram online photo contest. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, it's really easy. You just take... Uh, when you're having your hot chocolate, when you're drinking your hot chocolate, just take a photo of it with your with your um, smartphone and send us the picture. You send it to this hashtag. It's HCF Hot Chocolate Festival, HCF Photo Contest, uh, hashtag HCF Photo Contest. So you just send it there, and then we can collect it. We... we um, Write it down, and every day you can go to the website, see if it came through, if you're if you're registered. And then at the end of the festival, we just put everything in a big drum. It's very democratic. There's it, there's no prize for best photo or anything like that. Anybody can can win this, and we you know just pick it blind from the um, from the the collection. And uh, there's something like uh, seven different prizes, ranging from $500 to $100. But you don't. It's not. It's not a cash prize. What you get is gift certificates from the participating vendors, and you can use those. Generally, they're unlimited use, but sometimes they are time dated for a year or so. But um, if you're the top winner, you're going to get 25 of those. So it'll keep you in chocolate for a long time. <laughs> and Rhonda, do you have anything you would like to add before I let you go this morning? 
No, I just uh, think you should go out, enjoy it. It's not serious. It's just something to brighten your day. Um, try the new people. If you see, my only advice is if you go somewhere and you see a lineup, remember, these drinks are available for a month. And so, you know, you can go back to them, try somebody else that may not be you know, experiencing such a big traffic, amount of traffic at that point. Um, you can get all your information by going to our website, which is hotchocolatefest.com. So it's not festival. It's hotchocolatefest.com. And you can get maps there. You can get lists of flavors. Pretty much all your questions can be answered by going to that website. And then all our news is put on our um, Instagram account. So that Instagram account is at Hot Chocolate Fest. Hot at Hot Chocolate Fest. And that's where we put our contests, our news, changes, you know, anything that we think is fun, we highlight there. Rhonda, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and I hope you have a beautiful day. You too, now. Thank you very much for the invitation.